Well, hello, everyone. Um, welcome to the second podcast of 2020. Um, we're calling this one Staying Creative During a Pandemic. Um, it's Shahid here from the Creative Floor. And we've got some brilliant uh, guests with us today. We've got Dom Merchant from Mark. Hello, Dom. Hi there. How are we doing? Yeah, good. Thank you. Uh, we've also got uh, Khaled Latif from Weber Shandwick. Hi, everybody. How you doing? Not too bad, not too bad. And we've got the boy wonder, uh, Tim Jones from Advertising Health and uh, McCann Health. Hey, Tim. Good morning, Shahid. You're awake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to get up this boy wonder nonsense. <laughs> going it's around. stuck now. I don't know why I keep saying yeah. boy wonder. It's because to me, you just, you just look so young. Well, you are young. It's not that you look young, you are young. How, how, um, how young is Tim? I need to know now. 12. Oh, really? 12. <laughs> well, if, if you actually see my isolation. 14-year-old creative director. Do, do you have fake ID, Tim? <laughs> I, I do. I do. <laughs> Nigerian passports, South African passports, whatever you want, I got it. <laughs> well, if, we, if we've learned anything from this podcast, it's uh, Tim's your man if you need a passport to get out of the country. Although he so, will uh, need you to it, buy him cigarettes and alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, totally. So I guess rather than just sort of rip the piss out of Tim for the next 45 minutes, which I'm quite happy to if you want to, um, we're kind of in the middle of um, coronavirus. Um, and I guess we're all being hugely, hugely affected by it. And we've got, I think you guys are going to give a great perspective because obviously we've got Tim who's kind of been working over in the state so he can give us a perspective at a, you know obviously big big network uh we've got dom who owns his own agency over here in the uk we've also got khaled who's part of weber over here in london and also is part of a huge network um and i guess i think what a lot of people will be struggling with certainly in the creative department is how do you stay creative and how do you stay sane and so i guess any any tips that you guys can share, anything that your teams have been doing would be fantastic. Um, but I guess before we get into that, I guess it'd just be worth asking you how, how are you all doing? Like how are you getting on? Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's certainly interesting times. You know, we, we did not expect this. Um, it happened relatively swiftly. Uh, we had to you know, send our, our team home, which, as you can imagine, in New York is a, it's a big office, a uh, big department. And we did that about two weeks ago. It was a Thursday. We we made an announcement Thursday night. Everyone is to work from home. Uh, we had a, a sort of work from home test day the following day just to make sure our service could handle the the influx of um, VPN access, um, which was a an interesting day. Um, and then, how many people out of interest are you sending home? How many people in your office are you sending it's home? It's over three hundred. Um, and we have we wow. have over a hundred open jobs. So if anyone is looking for a job post COVID, get in touch, <laughs> um, or actually during COVID as well. Um, but yeah, so so we we had to send everyone home, which was rapid and unexpected. So it's been a, a real interesting um, and unique challenge to to manage teams remotely. I guess you know week what what are we in now week two feels like week 500 <laughs> um but <laughs> but you know it's it's kind of interesting because you everyone especially in advertising there's, there's this sort of this stigma around working from home but i i guess covid if anything has proven that it can be done you know we are we are operating at 
normal capacity. We are getting work through without any issues. In fact, you know, a lot of a lot of um, a lot of workflow is actually moving a lot more seamlessly because there's no meetings and stuff. So there there is an upside to this. It's it's proven that we can do it. So that's been good. And I guess you're doing it at scale, which is obviously much, much harder. So it's kind of good yes. that it's only taken a couple of weeks for things not to yeah. be disrupted too too drastically. Um, yeah. And how are you, Dom? Yeah, I guess uh, we, we are the flip opposite of uh, Tim's setup in the sense that we're uh, an independent, we're quite a small outfit um, based in Covent Garden in London. Um, I have to say we've been working... Uh, at least one day a week from home for all members of the team for a couple of years now. So we've already got the infrastructure in terms of the technology, et cetera, to, to do that. Um, and to go from one day a week to five days a week is obviously a challenge, but uh, it's it's just been really great to see that we've got that system set up so that we're ready and capable of doing it. I guess uh, my observation is that there's two things. First and foremost, um, clients uh, are getting work done quicker um, so this you know things like medical signatories uh, are not distracted in quotes with other things like meetings and uh, conference and congress and symposia so a lot of work is getting through the system client side a lot quicker uh, than before and that's that's obviously a great plus side for for us as an agency I think the other thing uh, the other thing I'd, uh, I'd point out is that um, a lot of clients have been coming to us and uh, we've been doing a lot of internal comms uh, over the last couple of weeks and helping clients message to their teams, uh, particularly in the sales and marketing fa- uh, you know, faculties, how they need to cope with this virus. And that's been quite an interesting creative challenge for us. It's not, you know, we're not promoting drugs, we're not doing disease awareness, we're doing a lot of internal comms. At the moment, and of course, we're doing all the other things as well. We've got two big drug launches this year, which is going to be interesting, uh, considering you know most of the launch meetings are postponed. However, uh, working on those internal comms pieces has actually been really good fun. Uh, it's not a you know a light-hearted subject by any stretch, um, but trying to make these things a bit more fun, I think, has been well quite refreshing. You know, it, it, it's it's obviously quite bleak outside in the real world. Um, but in the bubble of agency, we've been having some fun at the moment. And, uh, and long may that continue because uh, it keeps you from being bored and it keeps your mental health in good shape. Yeah, it's amazing. It's almost like a, another opportunity is opened up just by COVID, by having you you guys working on these internal communications, which probably wouldn't have happened in the same way if COVID wasn't around. Yeah, I mean, I'm keen to say we're not exploiting this and we haven't jumped upon it. We've, hey. been, we've been asked to do that. And I, I guess yeah. everybody on this uh, this podcast would echo the fact that you've seen some communications out there where people are, are, are flagrantly, you know, jumping on this as an opportunity to sell. But then on the flip side, you kind of balance that with, you know, a lot of people are probably going to be out of business in not too long. So yeah. I, I don't really know how to feel about some of the LinkedIn messages that I get where it's, uh, look, I'm doing this and this is a great opportunity to, for me to do this because of the times we live in. Yeah. Uh, because of the same side of that coin, I'm thinking, well, you, know, you still probably got to employ people as well. Sure, sure. And Khalid, how are you getting on? Well, I think much the same as Tim's situation, really, in terms of logistics, because uh, obviously Web is part of IPG, which McCann's part of as well. So I, I'm pretty sure there's the same process that's been in place. Um, the logistic 
situation with the tech and all that stuff, you know, we, we had a few problems because there was just a huge number of people obviously using the tech. Mm. Uh, so that was a big deal to actually get, get sorted properly and make reliable. Yeah. Um, in terms of the projects, I, it's, it's actually amazing because the teams that we've got in place now, obviously they were quite close before. We were all quite close knit, but I actually feel more connected to my teams than, than before because we're actually doing more more social stuff online. Um, we're doing more chats online. There's a lot of connection. We're getting a lot of stuff as well coming out from the Chinese office, which is quite amazing because they've, they're have they obviously kind of in the future to us. Yeah. They've gone through this process before. Yeah. So the, the president, I think, I think it's the president of the Weber office in China, is actually doing uh, every couple of days, she does like a, a talk that you can like log into online and she'll tell you where they're at in the process and what you can expect for your own markets, which is like, I mean, that's pretty yeah. amazing. Well, so what is she saying? What we, what, what's next in line for us? I think, well, what I found really interesting actually was the fact that they've got this process in place where you, it, to go somewhere, to go to a building, like if you want to go to your office, for example, there, you have to actually have been checked for COVID, checked that you haven't got it, and then you you scan you scan something to actually access the building. There's things like that going on now, oh, wow. which I don't I don't know if it's going to get to that point, you know, anywhere else. But it's just an interesting way of dealing with it. They're actually making sure that before people have access to certain buildings, they haven't actually got the illness, which is um, you know super interesting in itself. The other thing I think that's coming out is she was very encouraging that there will be an end to this because I think being stuck in it, particularly when you're on your own in your house, you feel that there's no end to the situation. And yeah. Finish. So it was just really nice to hear reassurance that there will be an end to the situation. Things will actually get better and they're actually beginning now to get back to relative normality. Well, that's, that's um, a bit of um, a ray of light, isn't it? It's sort of something to look yeah. forward to. So, so I guess, like, how are you, go- I mean, you guys are sort of, you know, responsible for a level of amount of creative. So some are smaller, Tim's, Tim's creative department obviously be much bigger. How are you, how are you coping with, with coming up with ideas and keeping everyone motivated? Because it's interesting you saying <clears throat> that you kind of feel slightly more connected, even though you're at home. But, and I, th- and I think, you know, somebody who's been in a creative department it's I always sort of thrive off of people and being around people so how do you guys um cope with that yeah that, that's that's a that's a great question because I think to to Khalid's point is you know we have more time with people um in the office obviously but I think this remote working is actually it is I've seen the flip as well where I, I am spending a lot more quality time with, with with my creatives and I think that's that's the difference you know you, you, you understand that you have a short window, so you make the video calls matter. You know, you only talk about the important things. So so that's been good. Um, I think the, the other thing, you know, we've been doing uh, regularly at McCann Health in New York. We do this weekly inspiration session um, every Monday morning, which has been great. Uh, we've now obviously made that virtual where we have, you know, we have the whole agency join. Um, so that's a really great way to kick off the week and just get everyone excited we talk about new hires it's just it's just a really simple way to to make everyone aware that um you know that it's business as usual 
Uh, so, so that's been really, really cool. Um, and the sort of work that you're showing, yeah. is it just one piece? Is it is it an hour's worth of um, work? How, so, how, what does that look yeah, like? Yeah, so it's about an hour, the, the inspiration session. Um, and we show work that's happening. Obviously, last week we showed some current COVID uh, campaigns, obviously not not ones that are taking advantage of, of the situation. <laughs> um, you know, the the, re- the really good stuff, you know, like the wash, wash your hate. I don't know if you saw that campaign with the soap. Um, you know, just really, really nice pieces of of, of work that are, are are trying to make a difference yeah. in in, yeah. in this um, COVID environment. So, so that's that's been great. And I think just kicking a week off like that is such a simple way to keep your team um, feeling like they're still part of an agency. Um, and then what we do regularly is, you know, I chat to all of my creative directors as often as possible. Um, catch ups, you know, video calls is better than just plain call. Even though you look like shit most days, um, you got you, you got to put putting that camera on makes a huge difference. You don't feel like you are in a bubble, you know. So that's yeah. So that's that's been good, and uh, yeah, just as much as you can online. It, the, I think the biggest trick, and I, I'll let the others um, add in as well, is how do you manage the sort of brainstorming process if you are the one concepting? I think that I can foresee that being the biggest challenge. And 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 is it something that you still working through like how to get that yeah. working yes so so we use microsoft teams um obviously microsoft is one of our clients um and it, it is a great way to have sort of smaller group for four people um brainstorm sessions um there are there are i know there are other apps that you can use um the sketch room or something there's something where you can actually draw and everyone can can see what's happening so there are ways around it um but luckily, you know, my, my teams have been working together for quite some time. So they, you know, they are, they can work independently and, and together. Yeah. And how are you doing it, Dom? Because you said, you, you know, you, you were talking about these internal projects that have led to some interesting creative opportunities. How do you do it? How, or how are you doing it? Uh, well, I mean, same as we would normally. It's just that it's done via Google Hangout uh, as opposed to in a room with uh, a bunch of the team. Um, I mean, I think just a couple of comments to add to, to what uh, Tim's been saying. Um, using Microsoft Teams, yep, we've been using that with some clients. Other clients are using Zoom. Other clients are using Google Hangout, which is our preferred platform. Um, that, that, that's an interesting one in itself, just because you've got obviously different clients with all these different platforms and having to communicate with uh, different teams on different platforms can be quite a challenge. To the internal piece, though, I think it's a bit too soon. To say, because I think I echo what what, what Tim said in in that this time we have now to be very focused on work that we're doing. Uh, I've seen the benefits of that from the team because you know you don't have the distractions that you would in a, in a noisy environment such as London offices. Um, however, I, I do worry that we're going to go a bit crazy uh, without that interaction and that level of interaction. I think I think there's something you can't quite measure in terms of how that affects the creative output. Um, and, and I can't quite put my finger on it. It's just the case that I think if you work from home for two or three weeks at a stretch, um, I think your creative juices are going to run dry. And and the challenge we all have is to make sure that that doesn't necessarily happen. But I still think it's just a bit too soon. I think the immediate effect of this lockdown or self-isolation or, or whatever uh, is that you've, you've definitely seen a lot more focused output from the team. And I, I personally have been able to just plow through work um, and to have those quality time 
with the team, you know, short hours on on a WebEx, just having a chat with them about the work they're they're focusing on is good. I just am conscious that, you know, we're what, two weeks, if that, into this? Yeah. Uh, it'd be yeah. interesting what it's like in two months. Yeah. I, I guess what I'm hearing, because from when, when you guys have been um, chatting, it's almost like you've got two camps, right? You've got the camp of just getting stuff done. And you can get stuff done when you've got no one bothering you, you know, in, in, a, in a day-to-day office where most people are in an open plan environment where people are constantly bugging you. So getting stuff done at home in, in, in a quiet space, if you're lucky enough to have one, I guess is, is a given, you know, it, it, stuff will get done undoubtedly when you've got less people bothering you. But then the, 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 the other side of it is thinking. And, you know, I can certainly reflect in my first week I, after the first three, four days, just having constant headaches because you're just constantly looking at a screen all day with a headset on and you think, geez, I've just ended up working in a call center here. Um, and I guess you're right, Dom, it's probably too early to say like how that will affect people's thinking time. Um, I don't know what if you've had any different opinions to that, Khaled, or a different perspective. Well, I think much like you, I, I need people around me especially when you're trying to come up with ideas, right? Um, like you say, if, I'm, if I've got a project I need to get my head down on, this is great. But in that situation, you, you can choose whether you work at home or not. And now we need to adapt because we, we're all working at home pretty permanently. Yeah. Um, the other thing to mention, actually, on top of what Tom and Tim said, is that production has pretty much stopped now. So there's nobody, um, there's nobody making films um, there's nobody really making anything because clients have put breaks on some of these projects. So we're in, we're in quite a, a deep pitch process. It feels like all the time we, we seem to be pitching, which means we have to come up with ideas. So it's not necessarily you can get your head down writing something or, or, or producing something. It's actually ideation, which uh, we found quite difficult in the beginning, I think, because you're on your own. And, and when you're on your own, you can't readily as readily anyway, chat through things or bounce ideas around. So what we've done is we've got a WhatsApp group going on with the creative team. And then we, we just bounce ideas around off that WhatsApp group. And if you want to respond, you kind of can. And if you don't, you can kind of just leave it and then uh, chat about it another time if you want to. So we found that really handy, having that available. I think we'd be screwed without the internet. <laughs> it's really come into its own. Khalid raised a, a really, really important point at the moment is production. Um, and this is probably the biggest question mark in our industry at the moment is how do we get things made? Because obviously we all come from agencies with that is the lifeblood of the agency. You know, we have from ideas to making the work. And a lot of that stuff is, is caught in this sort of black hole. Um, <clears throat> we have constant, uh, our, our head of production, um, Ed Z, He's he's great, you know. He's giving all me and all the creative directors um, daily updates with what's going on in the production world. You know, where's where's shooting still available? Um, what are alternatives? What are you know? What are the best ways we can troubleshoot this? Because we have a lot of work in the system that needs to get made. In fact, you know, we're just about to launch um, a drug. You know, because drugs aren't stopping. Um, you know, the world still needs medicine. So when we come up with these concepts, we have to be very very cognizant of the fact that. We don't know what the what the production world is going to be like next month or the month after. So we have to have concepts that are based around that. You know, that's that's a huge thing. 
we're not thinking big shoots anymore. You've got to be more creative and you've got to be more agile. And I think that's, we only starting that now um, with, with the first batch of um, concept work coming up now during this period, you know, big, big, big launch. So that, so that's an interesting challenge. And, I, um, and, and I'd like to hear the perspective from, from, from the other guys in, in their agencies, you know, how, how are you going to cope with this um, changing environment? Cause this is the big one. Can I can I just jump in on that? I'll give you a real example from from I've got a call after this actually to talk to the client. But we had a, a shoot, uh, so it's a film um, with uh, about three days of shooting uh, in it, and that's now changed to an animation. Um, and that was actually I'm going to be honest at the request of the client, uh, and it was a, it was a beautiful piece. But uh, we've had to change it because obviously we can't shoot for for 12 weeks in this country. So there's a real life example of of where a creative idea pre-corona has now had to adapt because of the situation that we find ourselves in. Um, I think I think there's something. Uh, quite interesting about the fact that we, we are looking at doing creative output in a different way. And I think if there's a silver lining to this, it is going to be the fact that as agencies, we are forced into looking at different ways of producing work. Um, and I think there's going to be some some really nice examples of work where we have been, you know, had our hand forced into creating a different way of expressing the, the big creative idea. I've got to ask though, Tim, where, where in the world is it possible to do a shoot at the moment? Because I'd dearly love to know. <laughs> <laughs> There's trade secrets there. Uh, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Fair enough. <laughs> no, I'm house. I am, I am kidding. Tim's house. <laughs> <laughs> Come on over. <laughs> um, no, there are, oh, sorry. Uh, just a quick one. There are, there are um, not necessarily countries, mainly smaller studios doing tabletop style shoots. Um, you know, there are some places in the world where I think Germany is one of them where the level of um, coronavirus infections is, is low enough that there are still a few um, production companies working. There, there's obviously a limit to how many people can be on the shoot. Traveling is obviously a major, major issue, so that's something to really consider. But there are means and ways, and I think animation, like you mentioned, is, is a great alternative, the only thing being the production time. That takes a lot longer than a live action shoot. Thank you. I was just going to add, actually, to I think it was uh, Dom's point he was making about uh, work coming in that clients actually want to do to deal with the crisis and to show that they're you know dealing with, with whatever's going on at the moment. Um, a lot of project, a lot of the big projects, particularly like exhibitions and things like that, obviously have been put on hold. But clients are moving budgets to to create work that shows they're able to help in the current situation and those turnarounds are insane because uh, another example a few weeks a couple of weeks ago we got a brief in and we had to turn it around it was actually a pitch it's turn it around in about 12 hours so what, that the was pitch? From, the pitch from brief yeah from brief to presentation was about 12 hours and it was it was insane but they have to be really quick and we have to be really really agile in what we do and to tim's point as well you can't go suggesting photo shoots or film shoots or whatever or whatever because you're you're absolutely restricted. So we have to think, okay, how can we be really clever here with the time that we've got to produce it because it's got to come out. And that's the other thing: we're not looking at a six to eight month lead time. We're looking at a matter of weeks to take something from the pitch, whatever it is we present, to the client going, okay, we're going to make that. 
and then actually making it maybe in a couple of weeks. So, you know, we're thinking about illustration, animation, typography, whatever. I mean, it, I think the, the positive thing about this whole situation for the industry is the fact that illustrators, animators, typographers, they'll probably be getting a lot of work now coming through. Whereas the other side, the flip side is that you've got production companies, film studios who are really going to struggle. But hopefully when we come out of this, it'll, it'll, it'll turn around a little bit again. And it's, it's a good yeah, time it's to... The, the speed. It's, it's a good time to own a stock, stock library. <laughs> stock photography. <laughs> yeah. Shares in Getty. Yeah. Shares in yeah, Getty. Absolutely. I think I think you're I think I think as creative people though you'll always find um an opportunity when in 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 situations where you're hugely restricted right I mean being in health there are huge restrictions but you know I think creative people will always find a way of doing great work you know when everything's against them and you know your whole point to being agile and everything being quick I mean one of the benefits or not benefits one of the really nice things that have come out of this crisis is the amount of funny stuff <laughs> that people have created you know and it's amazing so because everyone today now can film on their phone they can take photos they can they can sing songs they can do whatever they want to do they can do podcasts you know and the amount of content that's come out has been absolutely phenomenal but to your sort of your earlier point I think it was you Tim is um the amount of production that you know, agencies can do is going to be hugely restricted. And I think one of the huge fears that we have as an industry is who's going to be left on the other side of this, because, you know, there, there are a huge amount of amazing agencies and production companies out there who won't necessarily be able to survive six months of not working. Um, so I guess it's, you know, it's, it's also trying to remember them and uh, doing whatever we can Uh in fact, interesting, it's a good segue because before this podcast, I, I put out a message to any production companies who wanted a shout out. So I was, tr- I was struggling to find <laughs> moments in time, but maybe this is I'll, this is time for one of them and I'll maybe see the others throughout this podcast or another one that I've got this, this Friday. So we got a shout out from Carrie and the team at Finger Industries who are a fantastic animation company based in Sheffield in the UK. Um, they've created a huge amount of award-winning animations uh, for consumer agencies as well as healthcare agencies. And you can check out their work, uh, fingerindustries.co.uk, and just reach out to Carrie and her team. They'll be happy to help you out. So that's the first plug of the podcast. That didn't sound too good. silly, did it? Yeah, it yeah. No, we can uh, second that as well. No, Carrie's great. I'll just add to that. Carrie's fantastic. So use her as much as you can. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Now that's cool. I was a bit hesitant to do a podcast because I was kind of like, you know, we've we've got so much work going on. There's so much more important things, but I think it's really, really, um, it's great that you're doing this, Shahid, because sharing um, tips, sharing ways of working, best practices, tried and tested, you know, things that have failed with your creative team is going to be a real help for other agencies. And I think, you know, we're all in this together. So the more we talk about the issues and the more we, um, help each other out in this time i think that's that's what we need right now so uh, sharing is, is is great yeah and you know i read something last week on linkedin you guys might have read it too um where the where search for mental health um issues yeah. um has yeah. basically overtaken the search for corona wow. which which is you know unsurprising when you when you sort of hear it and you know well, what if that was like a week but two weeks in into the lockdown really um 
and and I think again it's almost like we're in a we're in a current environment where you know if we're stuck at home for three months or six months or or longer I don't think the sort of the the, the objective right now for anyway for, for most agencies in the creative departments is to start knocking out award-winning yeah, work yeah. I think success looks for me anyway success for me at the end of this is to make sure that everyone's mental health is as intact as it as it as it possibly can be because we just as you've all rightfully said we just don't know on you know how this is going to pan out for, for our teams and ourselves on a week-to-week basis so I guess one tip that I could share in terms of something that we're trying out something that I've I've relayed on to to the guys back at the agency is you know if there is any day where you'd literally just get up and you just literally cannot face opening your laptop you just give us a call and you just take the day off. You know, you just have that mental health space. Mm. You go look out of the window. You go do whatever you need to do. Because, you know, we, we again, it, there's the social aspect, right? A lot of people will have family and friends who will have been directly impacted by corona. There are lots of people that can't access, um, you know, family members because of, you know, the the lockdown and all those sorts of things. So there are lots of, there are lots of pressures on people other than just having deadlines and pitches and production issues and all those sorts of things so you know it it, it again I'm, I don't know if this will necessarily work and we're just sort of I'm spitballing with you as I say how many creative <laughs> directors say to their creative department the objective here in the next six months is not to get create great creative work out it's just to make sure that you're all yeah. mentally okay yeah. um, and that's okay because no one will be expecting you know can lion winning work in this well if you can great but it's not it's not necessarily the objective for me anyway the objective is just getting to your side in in the nicest possible way i I think it's a massively important point because just from my own experience i i'm still i'm still every day trying to come to terms with what we're all going through i think just generally as a species (laughs) it's it's just really weird and very surreal and i still can't get my head around it um, and my brain won't switch off. And sometimes I wake up at three in the morning, and I can't go back to sleep, you know, so I, I just think, well, if that's how I'm feeling, then imagine how, how other people must be feeling, particularly those who have elderly relatives who they're worrying about, or, or whatever it might be that we just don't, don't know. So I think when it comes to, to anybody in the team, it's just about knowing that and, and being present for them whenever you can be. And not putting too much pressure on it because if they i think if 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 they want to c- contribute if they want to do stuff then they they probably will but i wouldn't put too much pressure on that i just add to that i do think that work is a good tonic though um and i personally i'm grateful that i'm busy not just from a financial perspective as a as a you know agency owner but also for, for my mental well-being that you know, I get up in the morning. I have a routine, which for me is just incredibly important. I mean, I had a period of time, as Shahid knows, not too many years ago, where I, I had to not work for a period of time, and that was the hardest thing for me to do. And I, I am a bit of a workaholic, so maybe you know what works for me isn't going to work for everybody else. But I, I do think that actually having a routine focused on delivering good creative output, maybe not award-winning, as Shahid says, but something where you, you're you forcing your brain to be a bit creative is actually a good thing as well. I, I totally take on board the points you've made that, you know, there are going to be some days where people just do not want to do that. And it's in their best interest not 
in fact, to do any work. However, I do think that there is a balance there. And I think that if you do have work to be getting on with, um, to Khalid, your point, it stops you thinking about the situation we're in. It focuses on, particularly as we work in healthcare, on producing uh, communications that ultimately are hopefully bettering uh, the well-being of many people in the world. Um, and, and it just means that you're occupied. You know? Yeah, I think routine is 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 hugely important just for your own mental health, isn't it? Just otherwise, you just end up being in your pajamas all day, and you know. <laughs> Tim, you're in your pajamas. I one hundred percent in my pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Cadid, I cut you off. No, it's fine. I, I just I was just laughing because I saw that there was a meme going around a couple of weeks ago with a with a dude in a New York bathroom, you know, holding the shower rail, oh, pretending like he's on the tube, you know, the metro. <laughs> just, yeah, I think I, think, <laughs> I was I was actually saying to Shahid I think it was uh, the other week I said something like they should like, can should have a category for like best covid meme or something yeah. you know yeah <laughs> uh, see what happens. have you seen have you seen the petition to um stop agencies entering yes. care, uh, corona <laughs> work into care yes. I think that's brilliant because it's all that but yeah. I, I tell you what on the topic of memes thank god for memes and people being able to take the piss of the situation a little bit just you know it it helps me get through the day you know from yeah. Thinking about impending doom and the apocalypse, um, a, a, a funny lull gets gets me through the day. So, okay, all the memes out there, keep going. Thank you. We need you. God bless you. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta see the funny in everything. You I got think. it. Man. I think that's what probably as creatives as well that gets us through. Yeah, isn't it? Honestly, it does. Just, just find the funny. We you know? um, uh, like I don't you know that South South Africans on Twitter are you know breed of of their own um, and we make we make jokes about everything you know we, and i think that's the only way you can survive <laughs> so there's been some hilarious um hilariously stupid things coming out of that country um which by the way as a sidebar you know fingers crossed that they managed to contain it because that is not an environment where you know you want to see a, a virus like covid just because of living conditions and stuff but anyway that's a that's a separate podcast um yeah, have they contained it then? Mm. Um, they're in lockdown at the moment, so until okay. we're, until the end of April. But people aren't adhering to it. People think it's a bit of a. They think it's a it's a bit of a joke. So, <laughs> how um, how's it affected um, uh, agencies out there? Very very bad. It's at South African agencies at the moment. There's there is a, it is a difficult environment regardless of of the virus. Um, I think this has just added a whole nother level of um, confusion and uncertainty. So it'll be uh, really scary to see what the consequences of that are. Yeah, gosh, yeah, because I guess the smaller markets, you know, it it it's a yeah. uh, it's it is a different environment and it's tougher, isn't it? And all of a sudden, if you get one or two clients, you just decide not to spend any money, you're pretty yeah. much wiped out. Yeah. You know, quite a few organisations out there. Um, and, and and just to to your point earlier, um, Khalid or, or Dom or, or whoever, should, uh, same thing. Same one, thing. One, of these, <laughs> one of your minds. Um, I think the the deprioritization of what we would normally aspire to as creatives, you know, the the can level work. I think that's been a, a huge shift, you know, for me personally, and also for I'm sure many creatives who who are focused on doing those sort of groundbreaking ideas and really trying to push the work all the time now like you said it's it's a matter of survival so there's a massive shift in just the way we're thinking um 
and it'll be interesting to see the work, you know, from an objective point of view after this pandemic, as opposed to pre it, to see what what the difference is in internality, in you know, substance, in what the ideas are, because I think that's a that's a huge pe- people are, um, you know, we're all so grateful that we have jobs at the moment. You know, we are, we all so grateful that we can employ people still. We you know we we are very lucky, and the we've been asked, you know, to de-emphasize these award shows, which are, you know, if you had to look, if you had to look at them objectively, you know, they are, it is, it's an expensive thing. So um, it's, it's fascinating to see how the the industry is going to come out at the end of this and and what's going to be the the new normal. Um, I think in terms of uh, awards, uh, I've never been a massive fan of the award shows. And uh, in fact, I first met Shahid when we both judged in, in Cannes a couple of years back. Um, and, uh, and my opinion hasn't changed. Uh, you know, we talk about life-changing creativity, Tim. Uh, that is Cannes' slogan, right? Um, and, and it does feel small and twatty <laughs> at this moment in time to say that uh, when you consider what life-changing should be at this moment in time. So I, 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 I'm really interested in that point, Tim, uh, about we come out the other side mm-hmm. of this mm-hmm. and you go down to the south of France and you celebrate mm-hmm. what? You know, um, a drug launch for an antifungal nail cream <laughs> really isn't cutting the mustard when you think about what, yeah. what things yeah. like Formula One car manufacturers have done in the last two weeks in the UK to help build you know, emergency yeah, ventilators yeah. in the matter of days, you know, that that's life-changing creativity right there. Um, so I, I'm, I'm totally with you on that. I, I think it's going to make us focus a little bit more on sure. what is actually fundamentally good advertising, good communication in healthcare. Yeah. Although you haven't seen the case film for the antifungal cream. It is great. <laughs> is um, it? Okay. I look forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> I'm just joking, but yeah, that's that is a great point. You know, I think it, the the seriousness of the situation has has made everyone, um, well, hopefully, will make everyone realize that you know, doing stupid small things just for the sake of winning an award is not is not what it's about. You know, we we have creativity can save so many can solve so many more things than than, than that. So you know, it's been great to see you know um, beer beer brands. Changing their um, their their production line to to make hand sanitizers, you know, car manufacturers in the UK, I mean in the US, you know, retooling their their manufacturing plants to to start making vent- like that. That's great, you know. That's what the world needs, not not another. Although, don't get me started on the separating oh, logos yeah. um, <laughs> idea. <laughs> it's a meme in itself. Now, um, I was just going to say that what, what we're trying to do at the moment is just do the best we can in in a very weird situation that is hopefully once in a lifetime um and we're working with a lot of clients at the moment who are trying to you know change the way they do things and communicate slightly differently but i think what we're seeing is that they're they're going through exactly the same things that we are you know and they're feeling exactly what we're feeling as well so it's just the emphasis is less on let's do some work that's so different and so amazing if it if it happens, it happens, but it's just more about just doing the best we can, really, and making sure everybody yeah. everybody sort of, you know, ends up being proud of what they've managed to do in a very weird situation. And, you know, 
doesn't doesn't fall off the radar. Yeah, and I think just to sort of um, hit the pressure point, really, of that of that subject, I think you sort of pretty much said it, Tim. It was like, you know, what what is going to happen when this is all over? How are people going to view? these award shows are they going to see them as as irrelevant are they going to see them as completely different to how they saw them six months ago and I think again I, I don't know the answer to that I think the only the sort of the best stab that I can take at it is is perhaps how we redefine how we see community because we are all part of a creative community whether it's you know Dom in Covent Garden or or Tim in in his you know ivory towers in New York in his penthouse or whatever <laughs> we're, we're all connected right within within the healthcare space and we're all connected by to an extent work that inspires us and we are whether we like it or not part of a community I guess my best stab is when we come out the other side is how we how we redefine those communities and what we want from them you know, I think as you're talking about brands that are, you know, basically changing from making Formula One cars to ventilators, that's obviously something that's contributing back to the wider sense of community. Now, maybe that's what we're looking for from all award shows. It's like, well, what are you giving back to our community? What are you giving back to the wider sense rather than just perhaps getting smashed mm -hmm. on a yacht? With, with bottles of rosé down in Cannes. I mean, will people still revert back to that? Or will people still be a little bit more, more? I don't know, they'll be rethinking where they want to spend their money and how, how these award shows um, conduct themselves. I, I don't have the answer to it, but, I, but the, the best stab, as I say, is just how perhaps the, the industry will redefine their community and what they want to contribute back into society rather, rather than just get, picking up a bit of glass or a bit of metal um, within a year. Really interesting to see how it all pans out. Yeah, I, 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 I just uh, wanted to make the point, uh, I'm not slamming award shows, by the way. <laughs> I'm away. I, I find that... <laughs> I, I'm very conscious that there are some people who have an interest in the Creative Floor Awards, me, me, me included. I have to say, um, which is a, which is a great award show uh, yes. run by brilliant people. Um, the um, I, it just you know it is curious that we, we're talking about how to be creative in a pandemic and how long did it take us to get onto award shows? Just, just an observation. as a bunch of creatives. Um, what irks me a lot about these awards is exactly that point, that you're picking up a piece of metal or glass uh, that, that says you've done a great piece of work for that brand. And, that, and that's terrific. And we need to measure creativity somehow in the absence of anything better, that this is the way we do it, right? However, I just feel that, that it, there could be something more. Again, going back to life-changing creativity, you know, what does that look like? And I think maybe coronavirus will make us recalibrate and refocus. Um, and we do need to think about doing stuff that is because we're all healthcare creative agencies. We do need to think about how we can produce work where we can demonstrate that it has actually uh, helped uh, those that need it the most. Um, so, yeah, I, I wonder whether that tonality is going to come naturally as a consequence of coronavirus. I think possibly, you know, we're looking at silver linings today from the pandemic. That could be one of them. Yeah, that idea of community, Shade, I think is absolutely right. Awards are one thing, they're measurements, they're calibration tools. But actually, there's, there's more to it than that. It's about us as peers coming together and having good chats, good conversations, and bettering creativity and bettering communications. 
uh, yeah, I think the silver linings point is is great. You know, we um surprisingly yesterday we had um, at our Monday morning inspiration session, uh, June was sharing a, a whole section about silver linings during this pandemic, and I think really important to to keep looking at that um, the light at the end of the tunnel because it's such a confusing time. You know, creatives are struggling at the moment um, mentally. You know, how do we? There's a lot of fear. How do we overcome that? So I think just looking at the, the positives, and we spoke about it earlier about just being more connected to your team. Um, there's obviously a global um, environmental impact that people staying indoors has had. You know, the environment is better for it. Uh, there's less air pollution. You can actually see the bottom of the, the water in Venice. You know, there there are lots of good things to um, to notice, um, and I think that's that's an important thing. But uh, my um, the 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 biggest thing for me is, you know, maybe this is the chance after after this world um, for the new world of creativity, where maybe we measure things in a in a much more um, uh, authentic way, I guess. And I think that's that's to your point, Dom. You know, this is the time to re reanalyze what we've what we've been doing. Um, you know, cause I, I was reading just on a on a separate note. Um, you know, the London International Awards. You know, the award show. Um, I was speaking to Barbara and, and she was contemplating canceling the show. Uh, and she said something really important. She said, now is not the time to be celebrating with awards, with advertising awards um, in the world that we're in. And I thought that was really, that was really brave of her to make that statement. And, and then to subsequently um, or consequently close down the show for this year. So I think that was really, that was a big um, statement from, from an award show. And I think, that's good to give us all the, the the pause that we need to um to reanalyze and get through the situation without having to worry about the, the shiny piece of metal on on our mental pieces. Yeah, but we did see that. I thought that was um, I, w- I wasn't a surprise at the LIAs, and I, I, undoubtedly, I think there'll probably be some more award shows that will probably just not have anything this year. I think anything like like a festival is 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 as probably unlikely going to happen this year anyways i mean can i know move to october but i mean who wants to go to can in october and that's if anything <laughs> is able to to you know have you know attendance of five or ten thousand people i mean you know I, I wouldn't i wouldn't hold your breath um on that but yeah i mean we'll see, i mean i guess we'll just see I, everyone's just sort of working out on a day-to-day basis how this thing's going to pan out i guess I guess the other perspective to that is that life still goes on. Yeah. You touched on it earlier, where you, you you're so lucky. We're all still lucky to be in work and, and having jobs and all those sorts of things. And I don't know Barbara's situation, but I'm sure she's got staff. I'm sure she's got mm. a supply chain of the guys who make the awards. She's got the people that you know help cater for the events, and they're all going to be impacted by that decision. That's completely the right decision for for the LIAs because like anything that's sort of hosted on a festival basis where you're going to have to have thousands of people to attend, uh, you know, over four or five days mm. is just basically not going to happen this year. So yeah. it's, it's just a reality that most of these organizations are going to face in, and you are all facing it with Congresses too. Yes. I mean, Congresses are a huge uh, lifeblood of, of the pharma industry and all of a sudden they're all now gone. Now they're going to be different things that are going to be replacing that. Yeah. They're going to be digital formats of those, of those Congresses. So I guess the point, I guess the other side of that coin is that life has still got to go on. You know, if we all, I mean, imagine McCann just saying we're just going to down tools for the year because, Mm, you know, mm. coronavirus has taken over. We've got to, it's not a time to be 
working or doing anything. So I guess there's another side to it. I totally respect the LIAs, yeah. but there is the other side of that coin. Yeah, of course. I just thought it's better. Yeah, no, of course. You know, you know, do <laughs> so that that was um that was nice and sombre. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's time for another shout out, right? So we've got Ben uh, from the operators. Have you guys ever worked with the operators before? No, take that as a no. Well, take this as a good opportunity <laughs> to check them out. Uh, they are a fantastic CGI and illustration and post-production house. And they've actually created a site specifically for the coronavirus to help uh, creatives stay inspired while they're stuck at home. So if you go and check out theoperators.net slash stuck at home, and uh, you can see all the fantastic work to keep you inspired while you're stuck at home. Okay. Um, so I guess the podcast is called Staying Creative During a Pandemic. Um, what else um, are you guys doing that you think might be able to help um, anyone listening to this? We've just started a morning yoga session, like a live virtual where we have a guy um, in his apartment in New York doing yoga. And you can uh, join the link and, and, and follow follow him in the morning. And that's great. Um, do you do and then do also you do it? Every- in my pajamas? Uh, no, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I'm normally I'm normally trying to recover from that. Um, and then in the evenings, uh, we have just so just as work finishes at at um, half past five, we have um, a special uh, hit class um, by a guy who does a routine specifically for McCann Health employees. So that's great. So you can log into that as well. Um, and then also just on that point is you know we've made it very clear. It's come from our president uh, Leo as well. Uh, the the ways of working in this environment, you know, not to eat into people's private time. And I think that's a big point. You know, we can't expect people because the lines are blurred between your nine to five. Um, don't have courtesy when you're sending out meeting invites and stuff. Don't do it in someone's evening mm. when they're supposed to be spending time with their family. And that's so we've got a hard stop at six o'clock. Um, you know, ideally before that, and just respect everyone's um, space because. To our points earlier, we need the we need the the, the distance from work, yeah. um, just to stay stay sane. So so that's really key. So those are the three things that we kind of enforce. That's great, actually. Be, you're you're over here, just for everyone listening to this podcast, aren't you, Tim? You're over in the UK. Yes, I'm, I'm in I'm in the UK at the moment. Hold up in uh, the north. So is is the six north o'clock cut off point? Uh, America six o'clock eleven, or is it? Oh, yes. it doesn't apply to it, 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 no so it's, it's midnight for me so i'm, I'm screwed <laughs> i'm not doing a hit class at okay. <laughs> fair enough fair enough dom yeah i've got three very quick tips here um so uh we as a company give free spotify to every employee um it doesn't cost much i think that's a really good thing to do right here right now um and and as a part of that uh, we've been sending each other spotify playlists uh, that wasn't organized. It just happened and it's now become a thing. So that's quite fun. Uh, the second thing we do is we do virtual drinks on a Friday. So close of play, five o'clock. Um, we're all sat around. Um, I mean, it feels, I, I really hate those things, to be honest, but but I get the point of them and I'm starting to like them. Uh, it's taking a bit of time. Uh, well, I like the drinking bit anyway. Um, so we have virtual drinking on a Friday and that's good to just kind of, to Tim's point, to kind of sign off on the week. You know, it puts a bit of 
bit of an underline and a, a full stop on the, on working. So go off and do something else. And then the third one is virtual tea and biscuits. And uh, actually, that's quite fun. That that that's something again echoing what Tim said about these smaller groups. That's just one on one, and that's uh, not just me talking to some of my key guys, but it's uh, some of the um, senior members of the team talking to more junior members of the team and just, you know, trying to do a bit of uh, mentoring over a tea and biscuits thing. So that's, that's our three tips uh, from, from Ark. Great. That sounds awesome. Great. Can I join you for some tea and biscuits? I was just going to say the same thing. <laughs> yeah, of, course, of course you can. You, you must bring your own biscuits. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, a bit tight. <laughs> well, well it is virtual shade play along here <laughs> all right all right Jesus. minty biscuit minty I, I, what would i have don't know chocolate digestives i think that's got it anyway anyway we digress uh, yeah i think they're all really fantastic tips um we've got uh everyone at publicist has got headspace um uh, as a sort of free pers- subscription and i must say that is that is really really fantastic i, I um, don't know what that is what what, what is oh, that's great it's, it's like it, calm it's, yeah yeah it's basically a meditation app there are quite a few on the market the the sort of the main one's called calm and calm actually have released a really fantastic um uh, blog page so if you just go to calm.com and just hit on the blog button and they've given basically a lot of their premium content for free mm. but it's just basically on the on the blog page and i must say whether it's headspace or calm or or other forms of meditation even if even if you just do it for three minutes at the start of the day or or, or a couple of minutes at the end of the day it does make a huge huge amount of difference so i would i would i would certainly mm. advocate some form of meditation um Khaled, if you got anything you want to add to that we do virtual drinks on a thursday um, and the other thing I think is the, uh, like you said, you mentioned meditation. So we do certain times of day, certain times of the week, we do meditation sessions, which are quite cool. Um, and then, uh, there's, there's also a creative team meetup. We do it every day for 30 minutes just to chat about what we're up to and how we can help each other. Cause I think that's the main thing with all of this is it's about being there just to, just knowing that people are there to help you and vice versa. So we just try and do that as much as we can. Do you guys want to raise anything else or give any more tips before we conclude? Yeah, I think, you know, it's a good opportunity. I think I love what, I love what you're doing with the shout-outs to the production companies because they are facing a particularly diff- difficult time. You know, we we are as well as agencies, but I think they are really feeling the brunt of um, pull up, you know, clients pulling out, production stopping. Um, so a, a special shout-out to all the vendors and all the the illustrators that illustration houses the production companies who have supported us for all these years you know we we will continue to make sure we can feed work your way and um you know just hang in there and hopefully after this there is no um you know there there, there is no sad closures of of any companies so you know we, we just i just want to give a special thanks to to those companies um you know, special shout out to a few production companies in Brazil that we use, uh, Norte, N-O-R-T-E. They're fantastic um, for any 3D illustration work. They're great. Uh, we use them at Area 23 a lot as well. Uh, you know, Light Farm in Brazil. There's there's lots. So I think, you know, finger, finger Industries in the UK, whoever you, wherever you can and, and whenever you can during this time, please 
keep feeding work to to these companies because they are our lifeblood and they do so much for us. So um, uh, bless them. Totally. (laughs) Yeah, totally bless them. And we just had one last thing that's coming from Facebook. Um, from Stephen um, from InsightVideoMarketing.co.uk. They're based in South Wales in the UK. Big up to to them. Um, they can help with strategy and training in video production. So there you go. Do check uh, do check them out too. I was just going to say as as well. Just a, a big shout out to all the McCann Health uh, people um, who are facing this um, challenge with 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 big hearts and everyone is doing a really great job so i just want to give a shout out to to the team back in america keep keep rocking it we're gonna um we're gonna get through the other end and big drink celebration at a, <laughs> at a two meter distance <laughs> or tea and biscuits or tea and biscuits whatever you whatever yeah. tickles your fancy uh, big shout out to the age, everyone, whoever's listening to this, um, whether you're in an agency or not, in whatever department. We just sort of wish you um, that you stay well, safe, and as sane as you can be. Um, I'd just like to conclude the podcast by thanking, huge thank you to Khalid, Dom, and Tim for taking um, some of their some of their day out to just get on a podcast and talk talk nonsense with me. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please do rate us, uh, subscribe and share uh, this with as many people as you can. Bye, everyone. Bye, Shane. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks, Bye. Bye. Thanks, Bye, Tom. Bye, Tim.